The second section of Psalms, known as the Exodus Psalms, remind us that the God who redeemed us is still with us. In fact, He has promised to never leave us or forsake us. Today, we join Scott Pauling in opening God's roadmap for life. Find your place in the Word of God in the Psalms and let's discover what God has for us along the way. Have you ever trusted someone only to be sorely disappointed? I'll tell you, if you live long enough, you're going to have that experience. And before you think you're the only person going through that, read Psalm 54. Because Psalm 54 is one of the Psalms of David when he was betrayed. You know, when you think about David's life, uh, one of the most loyal men that ever walked the planet, that was David. And yet, repeatedly, it seems he was betrayed. Betrayed by friend and foe, betrayed by people he, he should have been able to trust, betrayed by people you thought would have done him right. In Psalm 54, the setting of the psalm was when David was hiding himself from Saul and he hid himself with a group of people in 1 Samuel chapter 23 who turned right around and went and told Saul, David's hiding with us. Come and get him. Can you imagine such betrayal? And the great danger, of course, in betrayal is that you get bitter. Aren't you glad David didn't get bitter? If he'd gotten bitter, we would not have had these sweet psalms of Israel. We would have not had these beautiful words from his pen if his spirit had grown sour. How does he keep that from happening? Well, read Psalm 54. David prays, Save me, O God, by thy name, and judge me by thy strength. Hear my prayer, O God. Give ear to the words of my mouth. For strangers are risen up against me, and oppressors seek after my soul. They have not set God before them. Selah. Behold, God is mine helper. The Lord is with them that uphold my soul. He shall reward evil unto mine enemies. Cut them off in thy truth. I will freely sacrifice unto thee. I will praise thy name, O Lord, for it is good. For he hath delivered me out of all trouble, and mine eye hath seen his desire upon mine enemies. Here's how David kept from getting bitter. Would you like to keep from getting bitter in the midst of betrayal? Well, here's how David kept from getting bitter. Number one, he prayed. Isn't that simple? He prayed. Now, the entire psalm really is a prayer, but notice how it begins, Save me, O God, by thy name. In other words, instead of lashing out at people, that's what we're all prone to do, isn't it? Uh, vengeance wells up within us, and we want to get back at people and lash out at people. But instead of doing that, David used his tongue to do the thing that could really make a difference. He prayed. He talked to the one person who could do something about it, and that was God. So instead of grumbling and griping, instead of complaining and criticizing, instead of whining and seeking pity, he takes it to God and he begins to pray. He, he searches his own heart before the Lord. He makes certain that he is right with God. He commits himself to God. Could I challenge you to do something today? If you're dealing with betrayal, if you're dealing with great disappointment and struggle, talk to God about it. Tell Jesus all about it. He's, he's willing to listen. He's able to do something about it. It's so simple and yet so profound. It is the one thing we're told to do without ceasing and the first thing we cease to do. Number one, pray. Number two, he went back to the promises of God. Listen to what he says. He said, Behold, God is mine helper. 
The Lord is with them that uphold my soul. He shall reward evil unto mine enemies. Cut them off in thy truth. What's he doing? He's simply going back and rehearsing what God has already told him he would do. He's basically repeating to God what God has already said to him. So the first thing you can do that will keep your spirit right is return to prayer. And a second is return to the promises of God. Look, go back to what you know for sure. The whole world may be shaking around you and everybody may have turned on you, but God hasn't changed. His word is forever settled in heaven. Uh, not one jot or tittle is going to pass away till all be fulfilled. God's going to keep His word. God's going to keep His promises. And so today, instead of dwelling on the bad news and the circumstances, instead of getting totally consumed with people and letting their actions control your reactions, go back to the promises of God. Search the Scriptures and find some Bible promise to root your faith in today. Make it your own. Lay hold on it by faith. When you go to God, claim that promise. Faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. Your faith will grow. As you lay hold on the promises of God, your hope will well up inside. It'll get your eyes back on the Lord Himself. Remember what Paul said? He said that all the promises of God in Christ are yea. Isn't that a beautiful word? It means yes. In Him they are yea and amen to the glory of God by us. In other words, in negative situations, we still have God's positive promises. So find one of the promises of God and make it your own and say today, Lord, I'm, I'm claiming that one today. I just believe you promised you would never leave me and you'd never forsake me. I just believe that you promised that you who had begun a good work in me will perform it to the day of Jesus Christ. I just believe you promised that you would supply all my need according to your riches and glory by Christ Jesus. I just believe you promised that you would turn all things to good to those who love God and those who are the called according to His purpose. So Lord, I'm claiming that promise today. Get your Bible down and read until you find one of God's promises. Let the Holy Spirit make it come alive in your soul and then take that for your own. So if you don't want to get sour, if you don't want to get bitter in the midst of, of your betrayal and disappointment, number one, return to prayer. Number two, return to the promises of God. And number three, return to praise. He says in verse 6, I will freely sacrifice unto thee. I will praise thy name, O Lord, for it is good. For he hath delivered me out of all trouble, and mine eye hath seen his desire upon mine enemies. Why don't you start by praising God for what he's already done? That'd be a good place to start because that's going to increase your faith that God has in the past, and he can now, that the God who worked in days gone by is still with you today. It's part of the reason I write in a journal every day. And sometimes when I'm low, I pull out one of those old journals. Just at random, I'll grab a journal and just start reading. And I read and my soul is refreshed as I rehearse in my mind things that so often I'm prone to forget. And that is that God has never one day failed me. There's not ever been a single situation that the Lord was not true to His Word and faithful to be near me. What a wonderful God we serve. Spurgeon said that our, our memory is perverse. He said, by some strange perversity, we tend to remember what we should forget and forget what we should remember. So I want to challenge you to go back and remember the goodness of God. Do you notice the emphasis again on God's goodness here? His name is good. And sometimes when we're thinking about bad things, bad people, bad circumstances, our own bad emotions, we're prone to get our eyes off of the goodness of God. So begin by praising the Lord for what He's already done. 
And that will lead you to begin praising the Lord for what He is doing. Though you can't see it, you can praise Him by faith and what He will do. You see, you don't wait till the answer to prayer comes to begin to praise. You praise as you pray. You make your supplication with thanksgiving. It's not separate. It's together. So while you're asking God to do great and mighty things that you know not, go ahead and thank Him today that He is doing that. That He's able to do exceeding abundantly above all you ask or even think. That He's able to do great and mighty things that you know not. If you want to keep a sweet spirit in the midst of difficult situations, if you want to keep from getting bitter in the midst of betrayal, if you want to keep your heart right in the midst of great disappointment, then return to prayer, my friend. Return to the promises of God and return to praise. And if you'll do that, it will anchor you. It will keep you from drifting. It will keep you where David was, a man after God's own heart in the midst of difficult, difficult circumstances. Keep your eyes off people, circumstances, and yourself today and keep your eyes on the God who never changes. If you would like more information on knowing the Lord Jesus Christ in a personal way or more information on growing in your faith, please visit us at scottpauley.org. We would love to hear from you. From there, you may also download your free copy of A Ready Reference of the Psalms to help you in our current study. We are praying that God will guide you today and that you will enjoy the journey.